I think I like the mid-combat breaks between the weeks the most. I only have to think about the next six seconds for my character, instead of dreading what happens with the drama and mystery. I could be dead by the time we get to that. Well, maybe not Troubadour here. Changing roles from the second squishiest to the beefiest character does feel a lot better when I get hit with things. Or even better, when eight zombies miss me in a round. But it looks like fight night at the mausoleum isn't over just yet. So let's put a cork in another session of What the Fumble with episode 93, Bobble Mac Blitz. Okay, you know what this campaign, especially now that we're at Van Rechtenhaus, is really starting to remind me of? It's Majora's Mask, with all the time management and running around and encountering zombies and other creatures like that. Like, I don't know, knowing that there's a lot of time management involved and knowing what everybody's routine is and how that plays into what decisions are made. Oh, and listening to long, monotonous monologues by old people. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And when you're at work and you're like, in three hours, I will have five hours left. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That one. That one speaks to me. That one. Yes. Yes. I think it speaks to everybody. (laughs) But not that I expect the moon to fall on us, but this is a domain of dread. I Justin, stop scribbling in your notes. (laughs) Hate to break it to you, but at this moment in time, the moon falls. Oh, God. Uh. But it's almost making me wonder with the sharp kind of you know sharp eye we have on time it's almost like i'm wondering did we miss like a guard's chance at you know doing like a a swap off or or is there like a only a certain time frame in which a door is open and then it closes forever or or maybe the gnarled lad is actually a tree end that just happens to be asleep at seven in the morning but then at noon it and when the sun is at zenith the tree end grows huge and starts you know whipping apples all over the place and that's why the orchard's out of control this is my fantasy things that sleep <laughs> till noon <laughs> yeah <laughs> i woke up at i woke up today and i'm like oh god i hope i didn't sleep until 1 p.m <laughs> then i looked it was 12:59. good job me hey oh that's a good point miles i love that i love it is it what ten oh five? i think is that what we said uh, according to my notes absolutely and that's the <laughs> other thing it's like we're measuring down to the minute. Who the hell does anything at 10.05? Nobody sets their alarm for 10.05. Unless I'm hitting snooze. Yeah, fair. <laughs> like, it's like, I have something to do at 11, and I want to hit snooze like seven times. 10.05. And even that snooze doesn't exist in the domains of dread. Or we haven't found that domain yet. Well, listen, Ooh. we've also been sauntering, so that's the other thing. Fair. It's true. The snooze button is way too much of a luxury for the domains of dread. Mm-hmm. No snooze buttons here. Yeah, and we've already like taken a short rest since we got here, so that's like an entire hour of downtime that like we could have been doing stuff, and like we could have already dealt with all of these zombies. But I don't, I don't know. It's 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 an it's concerning that it like the clock is hanging over our head. I completely agree. I love it. You know what's going on in the cemetery at 10.05, but I love this 
this train of thought you guys are on, like what's Casimir the gatekeeper up to at 10.05? You know what he was up to at about 7 six, in the morning? Six, six, seven in the morning, yeah. Yeah, looking what, for his what, dog. What's Joseph doing? What's the groundskeeper doing? Right. Is the groundskeeper going to show up and be like, what? Like basically my cabbages, but, you know, <laughs> the people in the freaking cemetery like and these are my really, corpses these are really big grounds too so will we mess up the cafe side quest yeah <laughs> might, like, what might. one way to find out could be to split the party up Ooh. and be in lots of different places at once so you can monitor stuff always it's a on, fantastic idea yeah I d- on I the DM wanting us to do that really you want to put yourself through that <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it, it rarely works for Scooby-Doo. I don't think it's going to work for us. <laughs> I mean, it's worked out for them every single episode. Eventually. Except for maybe that new Velma show. Uh, uh, yeah, true say. Let's play D&D instead. <laughs> you guys want to play D&D? That's what I you want to do? I yeah. can be convinced. Hmm. Yeah. All right, I could do some D&D. Ooh. All right, also, I just learned Fireball. Um... <laughs> I, I wrote it down on my character sheet, so that's real. And that brings me uh, to a really good point. I have a better map for you guys this week. Oh, hey, there we go. That was, I feel like, I almost feel like I have to apologize, because that's one of those moments as a DM where I'm looking through the adventure notes and like, oh, that's a lot of zombies, but... That's like one fireball, right? Like yeah. level six, that's a fireball. And yeah. then Lenara dies. <laughs> Shame if I killed off their caster. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shucks. But like, there was definitely a moment in that fight where I realized like, they don't have much AOE at all. Like, Slash has... Thunder Wave. Yeah, that's Thunder it. Wave. But that requires the bard to like, essentially get in the middle of everything right for it to be its most effective that you have to be surrounded essentially and it's a 15 foot cube not a 30 Uh, foot radius you know and i toiled over my spells and i was like this close to getting spike growth which would have been perfect here oh that would have been a good one would have trivialized Mm -hmm. the whole thing yeah a lot of things would have next level Hmm. next level but it was it was hard to keep up with all the individual zombies i have to admit we have a little bit better of a representation in front of us this week, though. So that helps us. Wait. Guys, hear me out. Okay. We lead the zombies into the mist. Lead them back to the bottle. Holy shit, that's a lot of zombies. That is a lot of fucking zombies. <laughs> Just pulled up the map. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that is also very phallic. Um. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is, huh? Yeah. Troubadour is a testicle. Yeah, take a <laughs> screenshot of that to post on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. um, or maybe not. But yeah, that is a fuck ton of zombies, um, which and, and probably more to come if I had to guess. Yeah, so that's why we lead them into the mists, lead them back to the Bottleborn Mine, um, lead them up to the fireball room, hit the button, and then we have a fireball on tap. Oh, perfect. I see no problems with this plan. Retreat has been talked about. Yeah, three of you kind of like recap everything going on. There's 11 zombies on the field and the doors to the mausoleum are packed with more of them. There's zombies just swarming out of the entrance 
it's a complete traffic jam as they try to get out of the mausoleum to attack you guys. You notice at this point now that some of you are a bit further back and away from the fray, the chaos of battle. Some of the zombies that are stuck have already started to eat the remains of the undead Vistani zombies that you've already killed. Holy shit. It's a complete frenzy at the door. Tess, if I remember, you're 50 feet out in a safe spot. Uh, you've got protection from good and evil, thanks to Lustra, I think. You would Is be correct. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. I've managed to maintain concentration this entire time. Slash, so you're in a safe spot at this yeah. point, at a range of the slow zombies. Lustra, you're within like one movement of the back line, but you still have one zombie engaged with you. Sounds about right to me. Do you have any... Oh, you've got concentration on uh, protection from good and evil. Yeah, on Tess, yes. Troubadour. What up? You've got eight of them surrounding you, completely encircled. And not a one can hit me, bitches. (laughs) It's true. You've got protection from good and evil as well, thanks to yourself and a bardic inspo. Oh, right. Mm, And a bardic inspo. Just in case. Don't say I didn't ever do anything for you. It's well. the one thing you've done for me. <laughs> yeah, check that off the list, and uh, we're good. We're done. Eleven zombies on the field. Slash, is going to be your turn this week. It's you starting off. My zombies just went, and all of them are kind of staying near that entrance. They're focusing on Troubadour, a few on Lustra, a few just eating the fallen corpses. Jeez, man. But none of them are moving back. Like, none of them are giving chase to you. They're all about the easy targets right now. So what do you want to do? Well, first and foremost, I need to clarify something about my armaments. Um, I did take a light crossbow from Lanara. However, the light crossbow, from what I understand, has the loading mechanic. I've already fired one round... Uh, does that mean I gotta spend an action to reload? No, loading, it's just if you have multiple attacks. Like, <gasps> oh, you, okay. you can do one around, whereas, uh, Looster with multi-attack, he can only do one crossbow attack around unless he has a crossbow expert. That's what I thought, okay. Just wanted to clarify to make sure I'm not, you know, cranking off another round, because that's exactly what I want to do. I want to slash, again, sort of leveling this light crossbow uh, at this target right here that's um, uh, adjacent to Lustra and also adjacent to Troubadour, um, realizing that that's probably the only threat preventing Lustra from finding his range. Uh, Slash absolutely wants to sort of crouch down, sort of, you know, you know, shuffle uncomfortably as he deals the weight of a crossbow that he's held for a very short amount of time, and he's going to see if he can't get a shot off at that Zomble do it. Alrighty, so uh, that is a 17 to hit. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, I couldn't ask for an easier target, I guess. Um, Missing a zombie would be very embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Not a whole lot of damage, but I'll take it. It's four piercing damage. A zoomp. Right in its shoulder. Um, And it goes down. 
Um, Slash will simply call out, Retreat to the gate. We will lock them in the cemetery. Retreat still being called out. That means Lustra Venari. It's up to you. There's a crossbow bolt sticking out of the zombie that is within melee range of you. Uh, well, considering I have a swarm of zombies in front of me, Troubadour is saying get away. I'm going to follow Troubadour's uh, advice, and I'm going to dash away. Attack of opportunities be damned. Lucky for you, you only have one to deal with. Let's see if it lands. Armor. Start my night off with a nat 20. Wow. Serious. Start my night off right. Oh, dear. Oh, and damn near max damage. One point away from max damage. Oh, my God. Oh, that is 12 points of bludgeoning damage as this zombie just throws itself at you as you try to retreat. Well, as I run away, try to maintain concentration on my spell. That's cocked. I lose concentration on the spell. Oh. That's uh, the protection from evil and good on tests. tests. Yeah. Gone. Mm -hmm. Great. Uh, What did you get? I got a seven. Ah, fudge. Nine, because I was beside you. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. Man. Not quite one away. But at least you get to move 60 feet away from them. Yep, and I'm going to move my full speed oh, directly away and get that distance that I need and start plinking away at the horde. Lucer Venari gets out of the chaos and Tess, it is up to you to decide what to do. You're on the back line. You've already retreated, but yeah. now it's right back to Tess to decide whether to go back in or what to do, Tess. Oh, no. Um, hmm. Because Troubadour's still stuck in there, and he said stay away. I mean, I have a longbow. What's going to be a full turn to swap out the bone saw for it? <sighs> yeah, don't want to drop that thing. Yeah, this happened too many times already. Um, yeah, I... God, if we're going to start, like, trying to make our way away from these guys, I'm going to, like, sheath the bone saw, pull the longbow that I got from that little kitty cat out, and move back to be in step with Lustra. Uh, so about a total of 60 feet away from the zombie horde. And I'm going to call out to Troubadour. Are you sure you've got this? I'm relatively sure. Great. And I guess that's all I can do for now. Um, we'll have Longbow on deck. That means it's on Troubadour. It is up to you, Troubadour. You're all alone on the front line, completely surrounded by zombies. What a epic scenes fiery-haired little gnome <laughs> in full plate armor <laughs> holding Arm- the line. <laughs> armor that weighs one and a half times what he weighs. Uh, he's just- up to the height of about all these zombies. <laughs> probably sternums. 
I'm just imagining, you know, a Campbell's soup can with a sword and shield. <laughs> <laughs> and a little yeah. head poking at the top, just like... <laughs> so, yeah, there's still there's still some people relatively close, so I think Troubadour wants to buy a little more time. And, and funny enough, I did cast uh, Protection from Good and Evil on myself, making myself a little sad, because I could have got the same reaction from a dodge action, but... Colin pointed out, this lets me do things uh, this turn, so I want to stick around a little longer so that Slash and Van Richten can get a little further away. Now, casting that, because of the complicated spellcasting rules, uh, I have a shield on one arm and a sword in the other. I don't have a free hand, so I have to drop my weapon, which I can pick up with an object interaction. No problem at all, except the flame tongue. If it's dropped or sheathed, the fire goes away. Oh, sad so. Luckily, you know, it's back in hand. It just means uh, now I just need another bonus action to make this a hot can of soup, baby. (laughs) So it's hot stuff time again. Uh, Oh, well, the good news is that I would have never noticed that had you not pointed (laughs) it out. So take inspiration for keeping yourself honest if Uh-oh. you don't already have it. Fantastic. Who I, says rules lawyering has to always be bad? Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm scared of the evil ghost that is Twitter and other things. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to be as good as possible. So now you have a tiny flaming soup can uh, surrounded by zombies. Uh, I'm tr- going to try and get them to swarm me for an extra turn. So might as well hack up some zombies while I'm here. Uh, and I'll do the ones that are closest to Van Richten so that if they decide to turn and run, hopefully they won't. So I'll do the one directly to the south. That's a two on the dice, but that's a nine to hit. And that's enough to hit a zombie. Hooray! Oh, wow. Wow. Hooray! So if it's not a Literally one... Literally can't miss. Everything's fine. Ooh. Okay. 12 slashing damage plus 7 fire for 19. Oh my goodness. I think that was just... Oh, unless it's still got hit points. That means I'm making a con save from that zombie. Rolling oh. from an undead fortitude. Does he get that with fire damage? Uh, Yeah, it has to be from a crit or from radiant Oh, from damage. radiant. Okay, okay. Yeah, if you yeah if you kill it with a crit or radiant, then I don't get to do my little undead fortitude. But the damage type that we have never had. <laughs> the DC is five plus the damage taken. I just took how much? Nineteen. Nineteen. So just got to hit a twenty-four here. No big deal. Easy. Uh oh, it's did, literally. Did impossible. they even have plus four? Yeah, it's literally impossible. Oh well, there we go. That zombo is deado. But I mean, <laughs> it could fail extra hard, and it'd be funny. That's it. Well, I'm gonna look for the next beat up one and go and fuck your friend too. Ah, uh, uh, I rolled a three, but that's still a that's hit. Also a hit. <laughs> <laughs> Love zombies. Very very embarrassing to, hit to, to miss a zombie. Uh, so not quite as good on this damage. Uh. Seven slashing, eight fire for 15 total. Uh, the one on the south also has a crossbow in it and some wounds. I think they were from Tess. I can't remember, but that's enough to force another. How much was it again? Uh, be 15. DC 20? Not gonna happen. Two zombies that were 
in between Troubadour and the back line fall to the ground. Hell yeah. So Troubadour just raises his shield and says, Bring in the fresh boys! And he'll end his turn. (laughs) (laughs) What are with these catchphrases, man? (laughs) I'm a hot can of soup! (laughs) Feel my wrath! (laughs) I'll burn your tongue! (laughs) I'm a regular fresh boy RD! (laughs) Oh, God. Yikes. (laughs) Yikes. <laughs> Van Richten is on the back lines as well. Are you sure? Yes, run! Fuck! Please, <laughs> Please and thank you! <laughs> in case he looks at you other three, and do any of you require any healing, he says as he kind of runs. Looster's fine. He didn't just get hit by a frickin'... Uh, yeah, I kind of got clobbered. Could use some healing. Just got hit by a bus. It's fine. Wait, I just realized, with a sharpshooter shot, your damage bonus, like, without dice, is the same as that freaking zombie's max crit. That's absurd. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, the maximum possible damage you could ever do? What if that was my damage floor? Yeah, pretty much. What kind of heal would you like from Van Richten? I'm going to be a bit greedy and ask for level two. Ooh. Let me double check, make sure he's got some of those. Yeah, he sure does. Quick Arcana. Come on. A level two slot fizzles away. While the heat of battle kind of has all his senses awakened, he is still just very distracted by... Everything that's going yeah. on. By the Does rotting it, yeah. faces of the bloodline he <laughs> slaughters. Does it seem better or worse than usual, actually? Like, is he having even more trouble than when he was casting spells in the tower? Or he's just as battle-hardened that seeing all of this isn't really making him falter? Well, more than he uh, clearly did. Give me... Give me a perception from Troubadour over there surrounded by zombies. <laughs> I just cleared away the zombies so I can see them. Ooh, that's a 14. You do have a line of sight on him. And what does Troubadour carry? Just turn his back to the remaining zombies. <laughs> yep. and- yeah, like tink, 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 tink. Ooh, that's great for my lumbar. <laughs> he does seem to have maybe a little bit of extra clarity. Uh... Now, but very distracted nonetheless is is proved by the fact that his spell just kind of sizzles away while he's running away from these zombies. But just there's a different look in his eyes. The the magic the magic words Hafalaktahuda killed their parents shit. That's the wrong words. That's he's like anti Batman. That's cause wounds, darn it. I think it'd be enough enough of a role to recognize that the look in his eyes isn't too far away from fear. Mm. Like a true, true fear. But then a shitload of zombies surround you <laughs> oh, no! and your line of sight is cut off. I can't see his fear. <laughs> Those that remain on the field that aren't surrounding you surround you and I'm going to attack you with a bunch of zombies again bring it (laughs) 
Eight oh, zombies. Eight zombies with disadvantage. Disadvantage. Oh, man. The level of confidence. <laughs> and somehow, 1620s get rolled. <laughs> 15. Miss. That second one's a miss. Two misses. 18. Miss. Three uh, uh, misses. Uh. What am I on? Fourth one is also a miss. Four misses. Ah, ah. <sighs> Fifth one is a miss. What? Five misses. Come on. Miss. Yeah. Six misses. Miss. Seven. Yeah. Can we get a clean sweep? 21. Oh, oh wait. Oh. Sorry. I read the wrong. <laughs> I read the wrong D20. <laughs> For some reason. This one has advantage. Disadvantage. In my brain, my brain just switched to advantage. It's uh, it's a two with disadvantage. Oh, That's a, miss. a clean, clean sweep. Clean sweep. Clean sweep. Ah, nobody, nobody brought traveler. a can opener. <laughs> that means we're right back on Slash. Slash. At this point, you notice that. No more zombies are, like, pouring out to give chase to you guys on the back lines. Like, there's some that can't get to Troubadour at all. Uh, Troubadour's so covered in zombies that it's probably (laughs) hard for the other zombies to tell he's even there at this point. (laughs) But they don't pursue you on the back line. What do you want to do? I'm scared that if I shoot at one of them, it's going to get their attention and they're just going to come our way anyways. Yeah, but, like, they're zombies. They're slow as fuck. I mean, true. Bador has got this covered. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> Adam just dab. <laughs> <laughs> Did I shoot Troubadour? <laughs> I was hoping that would disappear. I don't think you can. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, once again, seeing Troubadour getting covered, though, in zombies... Um, uh, Slash will still take his his movement back. You know, again, staying true to the plan, which in this case is retreat. And he's going to go ahead and, once again, level another shot and take a fire with a crossbow. Again, targeting the bottom right there. Let's do it. Alrighty. For a 22 to hit, which I'm pretty sure is a hit. What? And... That's going to be six piercing damage. All right. And he's going to call it a turn. Yay. Six piercing damage to one of the zombies that just recently surrounded Troubadour. Is this going to be like the episode where just Troubadour solos a town of zombies? (laughs) Van Richten did it. Why can't I? You know what? (laughs) No matter what, your characters are following in his footsteps. (laughs) Lustra, what do you got? What do you do? Uh, so, well, Troubadour is still surrounded. We gotta go and help him out. So, I'm gonna go and take a couple of shots. Uh, do I waste a spell slot or not? Go and help me out from further away! Uh, 60 feet is far enough. I think I'm just, hmm, I'm wondering if I do Hunter's Mark or not. Ah, they're just zombies. I'm, I'm gonna declare Sharpshooter. And I'm going to take the shot at the zombie that Slash just hit. All right. What? What is it? What is it? Oh, I think it's a fumble. No, it isn't. It's a, it's a four. Oh. <laughs> it is very <laughs> embarrassing. 
wait, actually, like, he you missed. rolled a four? In the- I, I rolled a two with my modifiers after sharpshooter is only a four. Oh, my God. you! It's very embarrassing. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I missed. <laughs> wow. I feel like Slash seeing Lustra sort of like, I just imagine Lustra sort of doubling back to him and he does like a combat roll. Then Lustra grabs an arrow, carefully shoots, and it just whizzes over him. And (laughs) Slash looks at his crossbow. He's like, it is not that difficult. (laughs) Crossbows are cheating. (laughs) (laughs) He was probably also aiming for the head and you were like, anything helps. (laughs) Oh, you missed a zombie, Lustra, yet again. Well, I'm going to do it again because I don't learn from my mistakes. <laughs> Van Richten, like, despite the fact that he's super distracted and kind of lost in his own world, still takes the time to, like, stare you down and shake his head at you, Lustra. Like, you- write something down in a notebook. <laughs> Wait until your father hears about Wait, this. Wait, does, does Lustra just need corrective lenses or something? Like, <laughs> is that the reason he always fights from, like, 15 feet away? <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't need boots, he needs glasses. <laughs> if only Rena was an optometrist. I'd lend you mine, but someone broke them. <laughs> oh. Who's to say who that was, though? <laughs> A hot wash of embarrassment and shame comes over Lustra. And, you know, in his in his anger and fury, he's going to pull back on that drawstring a bit too hard, declaring sharpshooter again, going against the same zombie again. Here's what I don't fuck up again. You'll be fine. Okay, good. 13 to hit this time. That's better. Just barely, though. (laughs) (laughs) First one was a tester shot. And I got minimum damage. (laughs) (laughs) That's still 13, though. (laughs) Well, okay. That's still pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, fuck this sharpshooter shit. What a terrible feat. Oh man, like I'm looking at my uh, at my longbow damage here. That's still one more than my max hit. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I missed. <laughs> Fair. High risk, high reward. Unfortunately, that zombie is still up, not dead. He was one of the fresh boys. <laughs> well, fiddlesticks. Uh, I think I'm going to stand my ground here. And think about my choices. <laughs> <laughs> Tess, what do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to look over, just give Lustra a bit of a side eye, like look down at the, the longbow that I'm holding and just like, is it really that ping? And I'm going to fire a couple of shots at the same zombie that we're just peppering with arrows. Uh, so... Oh, that's a five on the die for uh, twelve to hit. I have such a bunch. I have such a higher bonus than you. It's crazy. <laughs> David's just looks looking sour. Um, eight damage. Eight damage. Let me make a quick con save. Okay. Oh, it's perfect. That's perfect. With ease, Tess slays <laughs> the zombie <laughs> that. Lustra just could not <laughs> take down. But then, almost as if to taunt Tess, the zombie stands right back up. Oh. Isn't that great? Oh. Lustra with a bit of sass. Not so easy, is it? Well, you... well it was my first try. Let me, let me see if I can. I... 
Shut up, Lustra! I'll shoot again. 16 to hit. For... Uh... 10 damage this time. Mmm. Just gotta make a quick con save here. Yeah. Fail. That is a fail, and this time the zombie stays down. My god! These things take, like, six arrows to kill! They're so bulky! I gotta retension my bow, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Anything else Tess Tess can do? Uh I'm gonna go like I'm gonna just step ten feet forward because I'm fast as hell, and if anything untoward happens, I wanna be the first person to take the hits. Uh if like suddenly the zombies get super fast and run away from Troubadour. Oh, and that's I like it. it. Almost like inching forward. Constantly having to talk herself out of going any further. I love it. Troubadour, good news is this time you're only surrounded by seven zombies thanks to the entire quiver of <laughs> arrows that was unloaded into it. Like the entire efforts of the rest of the party have gone into taking down one zombie. Troubadour peeks out through that little hole line of sight sees you all somehow closer than you were before and goes why the fuck do you guys not understand run the fuck away I'm really fucking fast they could go for like three rounds and I'd catch up you're maybe fair but if I disappear they're running at you not just running from me Um, I'm gonna stay here another round and uh, I will try and beat up more zombies to the south. So I'll go for the south fresh boy who just came in. That is not a one, so that is a hit. <laughs> for nine slashing, eight fire for 17 damage for a DC 22. Oh, no, wait. That one probably is still up because he's a fresh boy. Yeah, that one is, is still up. Yeah. Let's try and take him down again. Not a zero. Ooh, that's going to be nice. Uh, 11, slashing, 8, fire, 19. Oh, boy. <laughs> DC 22. Oh, boy. Oh, no, 19? 24. DC 24. That is another dead zombie. The bodies start to pile up around Troubadour. It's like in those two yeah. specific squares. There's a bit <laughs> at least yeah. like... Troubadour looks over the bodies and goes, Go further away. I'm fine. <laughs> and stays another round. Van Richten is going to listen to Troubadour's words and moves even further. Like, he goes... uh, I think at this point, he's far enough back to reach, like, the gate to the cemetery and is well out of range of zombies. That, though, brings it to zombies again. Oh, boy. All right, let's start counting. Let's start playing on Troubadour like a bongo drum. <laughs> Does it seem like it's still endless down that stairway? You want to give me a perception? 17. 17 is pretty good. With the 17, you can almost like a feel that there's been a change in the behavior of the zombies. A few, you kind of peek down the stairs, a few of them have started to, like, drag some of the 
corpses of the ones you've already killed. Like, they're bringing them down and eating them as they do so. What? And that makes you kind of, makes Troubadour kind of zone in to that area. And you're just barely in the distance. You can hear the sounds of a tambourine, it sounds like. Like bells or chimes, something like that. Just barely hear it off in the distance. And it almost looks like some of the zombies are starting to retreat back towards that noise. Like none of them are giving any chase. They don't seem to have any interest in anything that's not right in front of this door. Why? Interesting. Yeah, just at the at the, the top of uh, before he gets swarmed again, maybe. He's like, change the plans. I don't think we need to run from them. We just need to not be here. <laughs> I think you're safe. <laughs> oh, my God, zombies. Ting, 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 ting. Troubadour's words are cut off as zombies swarm. Still with disadvantage here, eh? Yes. Man, oh, man. Man, getting the money's worth out of that spell. I'm determined. I am determined. 19? Miss. Oh. <laughs> ah, super close. That, that, that's, that's nine in total. Now that's, it was a full round last time, so we're up to 17. Oh, <laughs> on the third one, I get a 20. That'll oh. do it. A dirty 20. Oh. Dirty 20 is the number. God. Oh, I did it. Four points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, no, Troubadour! That's a 22 on my con save. Still disadvantage. I'm just imagining the start of Land Down Under by Men at Work. <laughs> it's like, tink, 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 I sound like a cowbell. <laughs> uh, still rolling over here. All misses. One more to go. For some yeah. reason, they're all giving you shoulder massages. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the seven that attacked, only one gets through. Only one gets through, but you can see the kind of the back lines, like the stairs leading down into the mausoleum, start to clear uh, as some of those zombies start to drag their fallen comrades off into the darkness, and a few of the ones around you start to retreat as well, with like no thoughts of what you might do as a reaction. Uh, a few of them are still kind of torn, still want to huh. eat you now that like the smell of blood is in the air from one of those uh, claws getting through, you know? Uh, but of the seven, three of them start moving backwards down the stairs. Are any of them the one that hit me? Vengeance. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, he's the one I'm taking my air. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy in particular. <laughs> Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. That's a three, uh, which is still hit. Solid hit. <laughs> oh, that's not too good. Six slashing, six fire for 12. That one hadn't taken damage yet either, so it's still going. We'll finish this another day. <laughs> and it walks off, shambles off. I really want to see what's down there, though. 
I know it's disengaged, but I want to see what's down there. Slash, what do you do? Four zombies remain surrounding Troubadour, but the rest, you can see them start to retreat. I think as far back as you guys are right now, I don't think you would have heard the uh, the little bell and tambourine noises, no. but you see what's happening. Slash will sort of cock an eyebrow, wondering what's going on. Um, but seeing that the numbers are starting to dwindle, he's still going to maintain the plan. Um, and he still wants to know this for security's sake anyways. So he'll move back another 30 feet. Hopefully this will get him to the gate. Uh, if it doesn't, then he'll move his 30 feet, turn, shoot. Um, but if he does get to the gate, all he would be looking for was like, is there a way to lock it or bar it or even something heavy to put in front of it? Yeah, you can definitely make your way to the gate. Give me a quick uh, perception check so you can maybe see anything you could use to help you out. Ooh, that's a 10. Uh, the only way to like, you know, properly bar it would be is you could bend one of the bars, that kind of thing. A good athletic strength check could certainly yeah. mess this gate up enough that it couldn't be opened. Yeah, Slash will sort of nod to himself, um, looking to Lustra. If necessary, we can bend this bar to keep this closed and keep the zombies in. And he'll turn, and if he still has permitted his action, he would still like to shoot if possible. What's the distance on a... Uh, 8320. So that'd be a second range increment because you've moved back 30 feet three that times. Is, yeah. yeah, so that's a disadvantage then? It'd be a disadvantage, but you can take the shot. Do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Take the shot. Get 220s. Uh, that is 13 on disadvantage. Even with disadvantage. You hear that, Lustra? <laughs> <laughs> Crossbows are cheating. <laughs> um, and max damage for 10 total damage. Uh, targeting whatever one is closest to us. Oh, okay. It keeps the drawstring pulled back for you, okay? It's cheating. <laughs> Ooh. Con save. You force a con save. The zombie falls, but then gets back up. Ah. Slash will nod and just be like, it's not that difficult to shoot from this distance, though. <laughs> Crossbows are cheating. <laughs> Lustra just gets a sour look on his face. Anything else from Slash? No, that'll be everything. Lustra? I'll take some pot shots? <laughs> you betcha. And... My pride does not want me to not do sharpshooter, so I'm declaring sharpshooter. It's so unlikely that you'll miss. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Ha, I hit, though. Nine to hit, right? It is a hit. <laughs> <laughs> Squeaking one out. <laughs> uh, that's going to be 19 damage. No, there's no way I'm making that con save. Assuming you were... Going for the one that Slash yes. is uh, <laughs> trying to taunt you with. Mm -hmm. You finish that one off easily. And declaring sharpshooter again, hitting the one that's going to be northeast of Troubadour. So top right. Sure. And that's going to be 14 to hit. There you go. Oh, look at that. You know, uh, 19 damage again. Very nice. That one is fresh, so it doesn't fall. Anything else? Uh, I'll move back to the gate. 
You join Slash and Van Richten at the gate. Tess kind of still hovering somewhere in the middle. What do you want to do, Tess? Uh, well, I want to finish off that one that Lustra shot first off. Okay. Um, 26 to hit. Holy shit. Did I make it? You did. <laughs> Stop I, doubling my hit, dude. Like, come on. Just eye contact with David the whole time. <laughs> uh, just 11 damage. Quick gun. That one is dead. Hooray! I'll fire towards the uh, one to Troubadour's left, just for posterity's sake. 26 again. Um, for 9 this time. Not quite enough to bring that zombie down. Anything else from Tess? Uh, she's going to, like, nervously step forward another few feet and just be like, Troubadour, what's going on? And I'll end my turn there. Troubadour, what is going on? Uh, where is... Mere seconds ago, Troubadour was trying to usher everybody out from uh, trying to... You know, be overwhelmed by these zombies and you know keep everybody alive hearing that music and maybe getting an inkling of what's gone on you've seen his demeanor completely change from like you know be a bulwark and have everybody flee to like it's he almost turns it to clean up duty like there's only two still left there's one half injured and whereas he's just trying to battle before he's kind of meticulous about this he's he's trying to end the suffering of these zombies and he's going to attack the one that Tess just hit okay this dice is garbage but thank god for zombies <laughs> that's another two <laughs> that is six slashing seven fire for 13 total that is just enough to force a save uh 13 plus Five. I make it. Oh, nice. I make it. The zombie gets right back up. That's some bullshit. Troubadour will take another shot at the zombie. That is still a hit. <laughs> I don't think I've rolled double digits on an attack roll this time. I'm taking um, all the dice luck today, apparently. Ooh, this still might be up. Jesus. Uh, nine slashing, seven fire, 16, DC 21. DC... 21. Get myself a 7. That is one less zombie on the battlefield. And he'll just solemnly square up to the last one if nobody else is coming at us. No, really, Troubadour, what's going on? Just stony silence. Yeah. Van Richten looks on in wonderment as well. Troubadour, the one remaining zombie takes like a greedy little bite towards you <laughs> with disadvantage which makes it a solid miss and then just turns and starts to drag its undead body towards and down those stairs I don't even think Troubadour will take it a swing at it and unless anyone plans on pursuing it, it's up to you guys. We can leave initiative, but it be it's up to you guys. It becomes pretty clear to you at this point that the zombies are no longer attacking you. Something has changed. Yep. Slash, seeing the cemetery gate 
and as he looked it over to see if there was a way to fix it, he'll he periodically looks back at Troubadour and suddenly seeing the fiery soup can no longer covered in <laughs> undead, you know, viscera, he sort of, you know, again his his eyes furrow and he'll just call out Close the mausoleum door <laughs> A yeah, pretty the, fair request. <laughs> yeah. That sort of uh Troubadour would have you know, solemnly just watching that last zombie go away would have shook out of his stupor. Uh, you see him sheath the sword and start trying to close the doors behind him. You do so with ease. No zombies try to, like, fight back. And at this point, you guys are definitely out of initiative. The doors of the mausoleum of that big marble Van Richten family mausoleum uh, get pushed closed by Troubadour. So big old thud as they close. And now what? What to do? Uh, Troubadour, while still there, will put down... I think I grabbed four apples because that's all I rolled. Uh, he'll put down three apples for uh, the the Van Richten line that's still in there. And just a twinge of pain at the loss uh, for family and him. He'll grab that fourth apple, rub a little of his of that bite mark on it and leave that apple there for the zombies and whatever they've been dragged into this and walk back to the rest of the party. Oh, interesting. A little feeling a little bad for the zombies. Hmm. I like it. No, but seriously, Troubadour, what, what happened? I, they all just suddenly left. If, if my ears don't deceive me, I think I know what brought a bunch of zombies here, which would have been very meticulous if if uh, somebody dragged all the bodies and raised them here. I heard a, a tambourine or or some music that you know, I don't want to culturally uh, point out anything, but it's probably Vistani. You know, all music is wonderful, uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm not saying it. It's, it's might be Vistani. It's, it might be Vistani. It might not. Uh, That's what broke my concentration. That's, that's why it. I missed. I don't want my spells to get canceled. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but I heard there was something inside that was bringing them back. There was something that tethered them to once they once what they once were, and whomever put them there. That was the lore. I'm sure. And, you know, besides the initial breakouts, they wanted to stay around that. So that's that's my hope or, or, or thought, at least. Thus, uh, my slight tribute to them. Well, I mean, that is... Uh, Tess, like, looks around at everyone else. That sounds to me like the first real scrap of anything that could explain what's going on here. This place was prepared as some fucked up thing to make Van Richten feel worse about his childhood home. And she, like, looks and just exhales at Van Richten and just says, they were put in the Van Richten tomb for a reason. They were put there so we would find them but someone put them there. They didn't make it here on their own. And that music might be the first real answer that we can get. 
The source of the music is definitely going to have answers. If it is a person or a sentient creature. Does anybody have a mug that we can put against the wall and you can like, you know, like when listening in your roommate's room? Slash ever the pragmatist will... Does does Slash know in maybe one of the books he's read or maybe Galas has some knowledge of what kind of archetype or what kind of creature would command zombies like this, especially with a musical instrument? I mean, I suppose Slash would probably come to, you know, the same conclusions and assumptions as anyone else. I mean, Troubadour has a good point when he mentions maybe it's Vistani. Music suggests maybe bards. The control of zombies suggests maybe necromancy. Who knows? Could Hmm. be, like, it could be a lot of things. Fair. While he's sort of, you know, pondering that question, uh, Slash would absolutely go to the mausoleum door and and find a way again to to seal it, knowing that the lock that was on it was melted off. Um, again, even if it's something like taking some rope, chopping it, and just tying it around, you know, double tight, uh, to see if there's some way to keep it locked. I mean, there's an entire carpenter's workshop, like, 20 feet to the left. Oh, true say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, I almost imagine now at this point that, you know, Slash would maybe run over there and grab, like, a an extra long board or something and like sit it on top of the, the door handles across wide. It provided it pushes open. Yeah. But. There's a few like long pieces of wood hanging out over in the, uh, the coffin making area. <laughs> uh, some big old boulders and take, uh, like cooking, uh, cauldron. I think there was some wash basins. There's plenty of stuff that you can, you can bar the door if, if you want. Yeah, um, I feel like Slash would certainly take his time to to do that. Uh, once again, preventing a veritable army from spilling out. Yeah. Troubadour is going to write, don't dead, open inside. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you say you're going to take some time to do that. All oh, right. <laughs> how much time would you like to take to do that? How Just how much stuff you want to put in front of this door? You want like five minutes of stuff stacking you want 30 minutes of stuff stacking 30 minutes would get you a much more efficient stack of stuff i feel like splitting the difference i feel like Salash is committing to like 15 minutes of stack stuffing 15 minutes of stack stuffing in front of the mausoleum doors that's going to bring it with the combat to 10 21 a.m i want to know what's in there I want to know so bad. I do too, but there's there's more pressing things, namely the manor. I, mm, I mean, at the very least, we know what we're dealing with now here. Like, don't That's... get me wrong. I'm the kind of guy that likes to full clear, like, the various dungeon levels in, like, in, like Diablo. Did I say it right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I like to full clear, you know, a floor. I'm practicing all week. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Um, <laughs> so for me to also, as a player, sort of leave this behind also irks me. But, you know, especially when you're on the clock, you kind of got to forgo that kind of thing. I'm just going to check mark this under sad. Uh, also, if you took that extra time, I, the sign says, what was the meme again? Uh, don't dead, don't open. dead, open inside. Signed by Baron Minas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> You do have a pen, right? You got yep. the, you got the <laughs> signature pen. So what now? 
We going Lake of Apples or are we going right to that house? Van Richten, for what it's worth at this point, like it maybe takes Tessa's words to heart a little bit. And he's now very much kind of wondering what's going on here, how it's even possible. And it kind of says, I'm, I'm almost scared to interfere with anything at all of what Tess says could very well be true it's all created for for me I suppose in a way I which honestly is really insulting to the four of us like but heartbreaking to myself I'm whatever this place is I am truly sorry that you have been dragged here as well but I believe I will defer to all of you for that very same reason. I am happy to answer any questions you have about the grounds, but it was my suggestion to come here, and we were assaulted. I... Like the cogs are turning in Tessa's head, and she's like, So this was all made with you in mind? You seem to be at least one step ahead of us every time we do something. What is the least likely thing that you would do returning to your home? It seems like there, it seems like whatever has been prepared has been sort of placed in the general route you would take to return to your home. It's, it, and I mean, maybe they know your habits. But the the gatekeeper's dog was not around, so, I mean, it wasn't taken into account. It wasn't part of this preparation. So maybe they, maybe there are holes, maybe there are cracks in the painting. This has also been around for a while, it seems. Uh, seems like a plan that's been gone on for a bit. I know... With the thinker, it seemed they could find and figure out where Van Richten was, but this seems like a trap that was sprung and not something that was thrown at us as well, so hopefully, maybe they're not under the same awareness that he's still here, as everything seems to be running like clockwork. Ha-ha! 1022. <laughs> Let us not forget that while this may have been a trap that was laying in wait, they are still to this very moment preparing. Those coffins were very fresh. In addition, it seems that in spite of it, in spite of everything, that everything is here under the predisposition that Van Richten is seeking some kind of answer or, or some kind of closure in this place. The only thing that comes to mind, then, would be what answers are we seeking in this realm? What answers do you wish to have, Van Richten? And quite frankly, what would be the opposite of that? If we were truly wishing to catch them by surprise, if we were to tear down this entire rabid Skinner box of a psychological experiment... Part of me wonders what would happen if we just burned the manor to the ground. All eyes go to Lustra. (laughs) What if we set it on fire? However, I also realize that there is still much information to be gained as well. 
but it would appear that a cautious and otherwise pragmatic approach is one that is expected. We must be chaos in this respect if we wish to be surviving this very carefully planned realm. We need to find the authority here, because clearly from what those zombies did, something or someone is controlling things on in these grounds. And we are not going to find that out by speculating. We need to actually explore. We need to go to the manor, see what's going on there to get more information. All we know is that these things that are here have a master of some kind. So we need to figure out who that master is. Looster wants to speak to the manorager. <laughs> <laughs> this is all very true. However, once again, a cautious and pragmatic approach is one that is expected. Perhaps a direct approach may be unexpected. And there's no question in my mind who is pulling the strings here, or at least who is involved. It is no coincidence that we have just fought who were once members of the Corvera tribe. I have no question Madame Radonovich has played a part in this, or perhaps Azalyn Rex, or perhaps both. The question I have is, how? He kind of looks around and says, what? Are we simply in Darkon? Are we on the outskirts of Riverless? Surrounded by mists, much like the Black Tower was? Or are we somewhere entirely different? Why would that gatekeeper think I was a child? If you look at the items they were messing with, the thinker could pierce the veil through the mists. Uh, if Aslan Rex is looking to break them, maybe this is part of that. He's got the power to make his own little pocket for now. And uh, if he has that power, maybe Radonovich is using it in our off time to get a little revenge. Perhaps, yes. I will defer all decisions to all of you, for now, if you do not mind, again, I am here for the knowledge. I am here to answer any questions you may have, but I am very, very weary of making any decisions in this place. Slash grits his teeth. This place was designed with you in mind. The motives and machinations of the traps and ambushes that lie in wait almost weigh exclusively on what you want from this place, Van Richten. However, I can certainly appreciate us acting as a divining rod for where to go. But what you want, what you need, what kind of respite or relief that this place may provide you, and how that could be torn away, I think is perhaps the way to think of this place. This is clearly designed with torture in mind. Something out of the mind of Hindfroth, if I had to guess. This is why I say we must be chaos in this respect. But we also need to define our own goals clearly. If our reason for being here is to rid yourself of these nightmares, to not to be clinical, but to have exposure therapy mm. over the subject, 
then what does that qualify as? How do we acquire that? How do we mend the broken parts of your psyche? And is that done through talking about it? Absolutely not. It is done through action. It is done through finding something in your brain that makes sense of this place. So what is that place for you here? I personally think it would be the manor. Something in the manor. Your room, perhaps, even. Something, some some insignificant trinket to everybody else. A mist talisman, perhaps. There's a multitude of things it could possibly be. But for now, we need to find out where that is, what that is, and how we can mend you and thus leave this place indefinitely. Yes, perhaps I do still have some healing to do. In your nightmares, the last thing, or one of the last things is you came up to the manor and saw yourself at the entrance? Is that correct? I'm sorry, it's been, it feels like it's been years. Yes, when I have that nightmare, I am always lost within the mist, shadowy figures surrounding me, I always feel as if they are friends, but yet that they might mean me harm. It is very confusing, but when the mist parts, I see my childhood home. Yes, I am overwhelmed with a feeling that my wife and my son both departed are inside and require me, and so I run to the door. I knock violently upon it, but it does not open. Eventually it always does, but when it does, it is not my wife and my son I see. Instead it is, as you say, Tess, a a version of myself, a bestial, evil thing, but in my nightmares there is no question that it is me. Then I guess we have two options. We play out the course of your dream, knock on the front door like we own the place, or we break in. We come at it from the the side, from an angle that would never be expected. There, there could be, uh, there could be a cellar. There, could, there could be in, roots of ingress from the roof, anything like that. But we, we make our own way in. There are many entrances. Yes, of course. The. The front door, but there's also an entrance on the western side and a few entrances on the back of the manor for the servants of the manor. There's access to a wine cellar, a root cellar, three stories, and each of the upper stories is surrounded by a balcony, numerous windows and countless points of entry, truly. I vote the second floor for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> second floor. Uh, while this is going on, uh, Troubadour is just going to be doing like a, a 360 around and right in at about a 10 foot range. Keep him still within his aura, but just sniffing for anything that might be. Now that we're in his this realm, anything that's maybe beyond normal sight uh, that's following him. Anything invisible, any creatures, any scrying. Any 
scrying you can detect that as well scrying there is an invisible aspect to it that has to be within 10 feet of the individual and with blind sense you can see invisible things and thinking oh, back on cool. yeah and thinking back on how they had the thinker before that could mm-hmm. do that no problem yeah troubadours concerned there might be something still stalking him very very good thought how far that goes 10 feet around you i have a 10 feet blind sense so it'd be i'm i'm doing like 10 feet around van rick yeah in a day you give him like a wide berth and check every nook and cranny unfortunately nothing registers you don't get any positive results out of that that's cool though i didn't know i didn't realize that's how scrying worked yeah there's like an invisible sensor that uh yeah, part if you of can it. see invisibility, you can see the sensor. Exactly. Yes. No active scrying going on. No one's watching you right now. Troubadour gets a little sense of relief that it's... I mean, if you're undead, your timeline is forever. They could have set up these traps years ago, decades ago, knowing that eventually something might bring them home. They have all the time in the world to wait and make it better. So let's go spring it. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose. Slash, once again, still lost in thought, will again sort of look to Van Richten and look in the direction of the manor. I don't know what it is you are searching for, Van Richten, and what it is that will potentially rid you of these dreams. But if you think it is in that manner, as I do, then I think we must, we must go into that manor and discover it. We must reclaim ownership of his home. Lustra kind of stiffens his shoulders. This is Van Richten's home. It's not his right now. This only belongs to Van Richten. I don't care what else is here. We need to take it back. So the only thing we are going to do that, and we've been talking about it enough, let's just get to the manor and kill whatever is inside that is not in Van Richten's belonging. And he's just going to start stomping off. All right, so we've all said our piece, and we all agree. Good talk. Let's go. We're all aggressively agreeing with each other. Let's just go. (laughs) What time is it? (laughs) (laughs) Do we gallantly storm off from the graveyard? 10.35. Does Tess have any disagreements? Oh, no. Um, I I mean, I said we either open the front door or we break in from the second floor. Like, I want to know what's going on in the mausoleum, but at the very least, that's had a pause button put on it. And at the very least, we know that any sort of army of zombies is there and not in the manor. And not coming at us. For now. Slash still stands by the idea that we should just burn the manor down, but... Plenty of time. (laughs) What if there's books and knowledge in there? Maybe Galas can get a girlfriend. (laughs) Maybe there's a really well-written, well-worded argument for why everyone should go to Valachan in there. (laughs) Don't tempt me with a good time. (laughs) (laughs) So off to Van Richten Manor proper. Mm-hmm. Back out of the cemetery, back on to the 
trails heading east. It's about 10.50 when you guys kind of crest a bit of a hill in the road in that large three-story Victorian-style manor starts to rise up on the horizon and we'll call it a week there, I guess. Oh, that's 168 hours for you to count. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <bastard. laughs>